Hello internet peeps, and welcome to another edition of Escape from SideQuest, where every wee bi-weekly, I almost said weekly, but bi-weekly, we come here and we talk about video games, because that's what us nerds do. Uh, we, you know, we play some video games, we watch some movies, yada yada, whatever. But anyway, I'm Joe Dubs. here with me is... I'm Andy. I fucked up the intro, like usually, but uh... Yeah, so we're back. We took a week off because uh, I had a visit here at the house, so I was mostly going out, getting food, going to restaurants, doing some cool things, and also editing the um, the Nemesis Project, the Resident Evil uh, podcast that me and Zach do. And uh, we released part one, and we recorded part two for Resident Evil 2 two days ago. So that should be coming out soon. But before we start getting to the nitty-gritty of this podcast, Andy, what the hell have you been playing? I still played more Pokemon stuff. I finally beat Pokemon Moon, and I did all the post-game Moon nonsense. I got a bunch of legendaries, started trying to fill out the Alola Pokedex. Mm -hmm. Then I started Pokemon White, so I'm all Pokemon excited now, and I've been streaming Ultima Runes of Virtue. I want to finish that game and then do a review on YouTube or something. I am going to do a review on it. The Wait. game's really interesting because of how it uses the Game Boy's limited, um, limited resources to do interesting puzzles. And uh, a friend and I, Zach actually, Zach and I have been... I've been playing through Resident Evil 2, and he's been sitting there telling me what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> it, it, it's funny because we just talked about the Resident Evil 2. Was that after we did the recording or before, pretty much? Uh, both, I guess. I, I've been working through it here and there. Whenever we all hang out, if we're doing it at my house, he, he comes up early, and we, we play it for a couple hours. So have you never played Resident Evil 2? No, I didn't play Resident Evil 1 or 2 or 3 or Code Veronica. 4 was my first Resident Evil. Ooh, okay. What do you think of it so far? It's pretty fun. I, I still, I, I'm used to the controls finally, but every once in a while I'm still like, God damn it, why is this game like this? Mm -hmm. But whatever, it, it's still fun, and I, I love the design and the atmosphere of the game, so... Yeah, I was telling uh, Zach, I don't know if I, I told it during the podcast or off the podcast, that uh, we're so used to games now where, where our hands are held, where we're, you know, with good camera angles and uh, good controls. But like <laughs> Resident Evil in the beginning, it's like tank controls, bad camera angles, and just you get pissed off playing it, especially when you're playing against boss battles and all that stuff, and you're just like, stop moving! I'm trying to deal with this tank control that's garbage. But uh, th that was gaming back then, and it was cool. And now when you play it now, you're just like, God damn it. I wish these camera angles were good. Yep. But um, you said you were streaming? Yeah, Ultima Reigns of Virtue. It's, um, there was an Ultima spin-off game. I've never played the Ultima games. I talk about this on the, on the streams a little bit, too. And, of course, I'll, I'll save some of it for the video I'm playing it. But I never played Ultima, and it's this huge blind spot in my gaming knowledge. And for no reason in particular, I wanted to play Ultima Rings of Virtue, the Game Boy spinoff. Mm -hmm. And it is really fun. It's really creative. And like I said, I'm going to focus heavily on 
how uh, the, the puzzles in it are interesting because it's just a dungeon crawler and it's for the Game Boys. It's not like you could do a whole lot besides shoot arrows at bats, but they're really clever. They, there's some neat puzzles and you got to shove some stuff around and you got to be smart. It's a fun game. It's clever. Yeah, next time you stream, uh, send me a link through the, the Facebook because I, I have so many emails that I follow on like Twitch or YouTube and it just falls through, I guess. Maybe I need to follow less people. I think that's the solution. Me, on the other hand, not a lot of gaming, but um, two games have been taking up my time. Tetris 99, which we will talk about in Nintendo Direct that happened two weeks ago. And um, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. I, I started playing that last episode... Uh, we talked about it. I just was like, oh, this is so easy compared to the old one. Mm -hmm. It's It gets a little hard. Like, there are times where you're just like, they throw a couple of uh, trainers out there that have, like, three Pokemons and be like, ha, this is, like, level 35. Get fucked. And then some gym leaders are, uh, are kind of hard. But I, I do love the change that they did so that they can make it easy for people that want to get into pokemon but i also kind of dig that uh it's not like old school pokemon where you where you walking and you just you know pokemon comes and you have to battle it and then catch it i kind of i kind of like the new uh, there's pokemon in the grass go catch it kind of deal yeah, that, that that's like the biggest turnoff for those games for me is i I like that. I like going to. I, I like catching a Pokemon being a challenge, not just like like like. Oh, I can't get it. Mm hmm. And I maybe you can answer this since you've been playing some of the Pokemon, and I don't know if you you, you did play one of the recent ones. What is a shiny? Uh, it's it's a rare. I can't remember the odds of seeing one. It's like one in forty one hundred or something. It varies from game to game, but a shiny is a super rare. Uh, discoloration of a Pokemon. It's mm. basically just like a, a flipped color palette, or sometimes they're just like slightly darker or something like that. Some of them look crazy, and then some of them just look slightly different. Mm -hmm. Seeing one is really rare. Like in a regular playthrough, if you see one, it's pretty lucky. I got one when I played through X, but I never saw one in Moon. Yeah, it's kind of weird that um, in, in Pokemon Let's Go, the uh they have like a tiny and then and, and huge it's like they they're highlighted in like a white color and then they're highlighted in a red color and i'm just like what is the difference and because me i'm very ocd so like when i have duplicates of poke some other pokemon i'm like why do i have this i kind of <laughs> just i kind of just wanted to have one and every time my pokemon evolves like for example um pikachu turned into a raichu in my game and I was like, no, 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 I need Pikachu. <laughs> so I, w I went to the grass and I started using my lure, lure uh, and started trying to find Pikachus everywhere and finally got... Well, if you, if you had a Raichu, that means you evolved your Pikachu on purpose, right? Because you have to use a Thunderstone? No, um, when it gets to a certain level, it just automatically does it. Oh, really? Yeah, you can... This is another thing I kind of hate... Uh, you can go to a store 
in one of the towns and you buy like a firestone or like a, sure. a thunderstone and they're like five thousand uh whatever currency they have poke dollars poke dollars <laughs> yeah I, that's what i've heard everyone call them i don't know if that's like the canonical name for them but it's pretty ubiquitous just poke dollars yeah so i'm like because you gain so much money when you're fighting trainers and with me with eevee i have this one move where it's like I could just use it, and it's a one-hit move. So I've been just, like, pounding every trainer that I see. I mean, there there are some that kind of give you a little trouble here and there. But I'm like, man, I'm already at, like, 90 grand. So I could buy a bunch of, like, Thunderstones and uh, Firestones and just start leveling up my characters and stuff. It just levels them up? Oh, no, no. It, it, it evolves them, and there's candy and there's a there's other stuff rare candy probably yeah there's like pp uh pills i call them pp pills because they look like a pill and they just like power up whatever stuff they have like a mighty candy they have a defense candy hmm. so it, it sounds like a bunch of stuff that was in the other pokemon games but they gave it more reasonable names because a lot of it's really confusing Mm-hmm. There's stuff that will raise the the PP of certain items, but some of them have dumb names. Like one of them is like, like I can't even remember. They're, they're like vitamin supplements and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's it's weird because back then I'd never really bothered with them. Uh, it, I remember using like rare candies. I think rare candies were were the ones that kind of leveled up or did like a evolving of a pokemon and that's yeah, yeah, and they just they just level it one level i remember the cheat code in game boy color uh where you got infinite ones uh that was pretty cool <laughs> man cheat codes were cool back in the day now it's like uh demonized um but what, what can i say i i, I kind of like it uh i find myself exploring a lot Back then, I really didn't explore a lot, and I didn't really try to catch all the Pokemon, and now in this one, I am. Maybe because it's more easier than the old ones. Maybe I'm just a lame, uh, casual Pokemon player. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I played that, and then I played Tetris 99. Uh, if anybody's familiar with that, Tetris 99 is a Battle Royale Tetris game. That game is fun. Yes, it is. It's addicting. And we'll we'll go into that more when we get into our uh, news of the week, pretty much. Yeah, we've really stacked up this show. Yep. Andy, since you uh, beat Pokemon Moon, that means you cleared one of your quests. Yes. So that means you get a quest for this week. So. I have an easy one. Beat any game in my backlog, which is <laughs> like a thousand million games. So it was easy. <laughs> yep. Nice. Alright, so you're up first. I'm spinning right now. Spin, spin, spin the Wheel of Quest. Beat a game in a foreign language. Oh, God. <laughs> that was one of the rough ones. When I put that one on there, I was like, this one's going to be a pain in the ass. Okay. You have to think about that. Alright, you going to type that in your little section in the dock? Oh, uh, my, my browser went down. <laughs> uh, I got it, I got it. I got it for you. Beat a game in a foreign language. Right on. 
I spelled foreign wrong. God damn it. Thank God for auto spell. Alright, my turn. Spin, spin, spin the wheel of quest. Win a match online. That should be easy. I can play NHL. <laughs> you should play me. And if I win, I complete host showdown. And if you win, you complete that. All right. Deal. What game are we going to play? I don't know. Probably Smash Brothers. Yeah. Oh, dude. We got you. Oh, man, that means you're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got the, the physical LAN adapter for my Switch. So playing Smash Online is smooth as butter, man. Yeah, I gotta get the 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 switch uh, for like a router router switch and get the adapter, or maybe my connection's good and I don't know. We'll, we'll try it out. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I'm back to capped out quest, and I believe you are too. We both have five. Yep. I still gotta do that uh, first generation pinball challenge. God damn it. Anyway, let's get into some news. So since we were gone for a week, uh, they did two Nintendo Directs. They did a 37-minute one, I believe, and then they did a 7-minute one. The 37-minute one had a bunch of games. And, and I'll, I had notes on it here somewhere, which I threw away. I'll, I'll quickly run down, like, because I have the list right here of all the games, and uh, stop... <laughs> Stop me whatever you want to talk about. All right. Well, the first thing you're going to say is going to be Mario Maker 2. I'm going to stop you right away because Mario Maker 2. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I love Mario Maker. It's so great. Yeah, and it it was a surprise, and I, I don't know why they put it early in the thing. I, I would think they would want to keep that last. I think it makes sense because everyone knew it was coming. Mario Maker was, like, the only reason a lot of people bought the Wii U. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they were going to make it for the Switch, and they could have gone the lazy way and just ported it over, but they're going to be cool and actually make it too, and it's going to have a bunch of new stuff in it. Like, they got a bunch of stuff from uh, Mario 3D World, and it looked like some more send-ups to Odyssey, and stuff like that. So everyone knew they were going to do that, so whatever. Here it is. We're going to open with this and get everyone's blood pumping and get all exciting. And then the final one, that one was the more of a surprise, because no one saw that no one, no one thought they were going to remake Link's Awakening 20 years later, which is awesome that they are because that game kicks ass. Yeah, and when I first saw it, I'm like, man, they're really making another Zelda game? And, I mean, they are, but, like, it's not, like, a big new thing. It's, like, a remake of the old Game Boy one. Yeah. And, oh, my God, it look, kind of looks like 3D Dot Heroes kind of camera angle and play style. So I was like, oh, this looks fucking cool. I never played uh, Link's Awakening, so. It's good. I mean, I'm probably going to play the old one and then, then obviously play the new one. Uh, kind of little mentions here. We have Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. They showed more of that, uh, showing that there's going to be like four player uh, multiplayer co-op and all that stuff. So that's cool. Uh, I know you're a big fan of this. More of Captain Toad. What do you think of that? I was upset, and I'll tell you why, because I have it on the Wii U, 
And I beat the snot out of that game. I almost 100%ed it. There's only a few levels on it that I didn't have all, like, full stars on. Mm-hmm. And I told myself, I'm not going to rebuy this on the Switch. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. It came out. I didn't do it. Very proud of myself. Even though they added a few levels I really wanted to play, I'm not going to pay $40 to play five new levels for it. <laughs> then they're going to make DLC for it and put it only on the Switch, not on the Wii U. I mean, of course they're not. But God damn it! now I want that game more. So I was upset. Because uh, if you haven't played Captain Toad, it's the best. I love that game. So much fun. It's so simple. It's like, it's not a full $60 game. They knew exactly what they were doing. They're like, we're going to make a simple premise, a lot of fun, really colorful, lots of charm, small, you know, reasonable price. I love that game. Captain Toad is one of my favorite Wii U games. If you had me list my five favorite Wii U games, that game would find its way on that list for sure. It might, it might even be at the top. I don't know. Stuff like Mario Kart and Smash Brothers exists, so maybe not, but it would it'd be in the top five for sure. Nice, and uh, they said two player co op is in it, so that's that's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they did a little fucking dick tease with uh, Super Smash Brothers. They're like, "Oh, new updates coming, but we'll tell you later." <laughs> I was yeah, like, they dated Joker to a month at least, so mm. that's something. Yeah. Uh, then they announced Bloodstained. Uh, I think that's like the Castlevania uh, look-alike game. Um. What was that? Some Disney game that I have no idea about. <laughs> uh, then they had the Battle uh, Battle of Star Wolf team. Uh, more Star Fox stuff and Starlink, which I still need to play, by the way. It's still in the box. Uh, what the fuck? Do it. Yeah, I know. I got to play it and I got to stream it and everything. Yeah, stream it. Let me know. I, I, I'm really... I'm curious about that game above many other games because... I really don't want to get into a game where I gotta buy a bunch of classic nonsense to play, but man, Star Fox is cool. What is Star Fox? What Flyrens? I mean, you don't need it because there is a digital on there, so I'm guessing. But it's cool. It's, I got the Star Fox thing, so. I mean, I, I would still do it. I mean, that's the kind of guy. I, when they announced Amiibo, I was like, they know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they announced Rune Factory 4 and then Rune Factory 5, which is kind of like a Harvest Moon kind of thing. Yeah, th those games are like super uh, popular with a real niche audience. I think a lot of people are probably really excited about them. I've yeah. never played any of those games. Have you? Yeah, no, I my friend told me about it. It says really good and, you know, she's into like Animal Crossing and Harvest Moon. I'm like, maybe I'll give it a shot. Yeah, yeah, I've heard good things. Yeah, I'm really impressed with the the JRPGs that are coming out. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. Uh, then you have Yoshi. Uh, what was it? Craft World. Yeah. It looks good. I will say. Yeah, that. it looks good. It looks like it's got a lot of that charm that drew me to Captain Toad. But I played the latest Kirby game, and it was like, it's a really well made game, but it's almost too easy to be interesting and i'm afraid yoshi's gonna be so. yeah nothing wrong with that it would be good if it's like a, a later on in a, a bargain bin like twenty dollars i'll definitely Maybe. definitely get that and then they announced tetris 99 which is free by the way uh, if you're a subscriber to nintendo but it's twenty dollars go get the online thing <laughs> Yeah, honestly, even if you don't play games online, it's getting to the point where it's almost worth it because you get the online saves, 
you, you know, save back up. You get uh, all the NES games, which at this point there's a fair amount of. They release two to three uh, a month. You get Tetris 99, and there's a few other, like, little exclusive stuff along those lines. And I'm not saying, oh, this is a great value. It's not. But, I, I mean, it's, it's they're trying, at least. It's not. People want to compare it to uh, PlayStation and Xbox services. Mm -hmm. You're paying a lot more for those services, so of course you're going to get a lot more. If you can pay $20 for a year of the Nintendo service, you know, kind of some slack. You're getting some pretty novel stuff for 20 bucks yeah and we have a new uh, some news story later that i kind of want to tie something in about that but uh kind of quickly going on the games really quickly uh dead by daylight looked terrible <laughs> on the switch uh yeah looked, i i don't know what's going on with that and assassin's creed 3 looks fucking terrible frame rate and glitchy so <laughs> i don't know about that i thought it looked okay i never played that game and i always wanted I, I figure i've said it before and i'll say it again if something comes out on the switch my interest in playing it mm -hmm. way up, so. maybe i don't know it, it was just a trailer i didn't notice any like glitches or oh it didn't look good to me for, especially for like an Ubi i mean i know ubisoft has like glitches and stuff and frame rate yeah. but ubisoft's games are nonsense but still, that game is real old. It should have been worked on a little bit longer to be ported, I guess. Um, I wonder what the price point will be. Probably thirty. I'm gonna guess. I was thinking that too. Uh, I wish the, it would be twenty. I feel more comfortable. Twenty. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, yeah. I, I would wait for twenty. But they announced the Damien X Machina uh, demo. Which I kind of got a little upset because it's like a limited time. I'm like, why can't demos be on there forever? Yeah. Just let me play the demo forever. Totally. And then they had a realistic racing heading to uh, Nintendo Switch, which is Grid. Uh, not really yeah. interested. I don't really care about that. I want arcadey games on the Switch, not realistic. Yeah, the realistic ones are okay, but when I think realistic. Racer, I think Forza, I think Gran Turismo. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, it's the best they could do, or something like that. Like, it's kind of unfair. It's probably a really good game, but still. Yeah, uh, I'll see it when I believe it, I guess. And then they said Hellblade. Uh, Wait, some... what? You said you'll see it when you believe it. It was weird. Sorry. Yeah, I, I said it wrong. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to let that slip. Anyway, sorry, keep going. Hellblade Senua Sacrifice. Uh, awesome, which is, I never picked it up on PS4. So you're going to definitely pick it on the Switch? Probably. Probably. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm probably going to stick it on my wish list, and if I get a notification, it's on sale. I can see myself. Mm -hmm. I, got, I got a lot of stuff. I, I'm about, as soon as the show's over, I'm going to go sit down at my Switch and buy the Sega Aegis release of Outrun. I got a new controller today. It looks like a Sega Genesis controller and it works with my Switch. Sweet. And then they showed off, like, a really long time of Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses. And I, I never played Fire Emblem. And I think this is going to be my first one. Uh, yeah, it should be. I love the Fire Emblem games. Earlier today, you asked me about Game Boy Advance games. Apparently, all the Fire Emblems for it are really good. But... Nice. Yeah, I'm actually thinking about uh, 
I'm on eBay. I have like three Game Boy Advance SP things that I'm like watching right now. So, do you know the difference between the model number? Which one has the better screen? Yeah, 101. Okay, right on. Uh, yeah, the only problem with 101 is that they go in the hundreds, though. So I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get the 101. Who knows? Maybe I will. Hmm. I, ju I just want something to play. <laughs> yeah, so th the three houses was interesting, just based off of what I, uh, the three factions, the three castles, and all that stuff, and the churches, <laughs> the churches in the middle that uh, combines all those three houses and stuff. Yeah, it's just, it's weird that it's like a school and you're like a headmaster. Whatever. Like, I, it's, it's a strange dynamic that I haven't seen in Fire Emblem. But I I have not played all the Fire Emblem games by a wide margin. So whatever. But it seemed interesting. And I was already excited about the end because it's a Fire Emblem game that's for the Switch. They already had me hooked. But mm -hmm. Now I'm even more hooked. I'm hooked at her. Are you hooked for Dragon Quest? The, the new yes. one? I, I said that from the get-go. I'm pretty sure way back before the Switch even came out when we shows i was saying oh dragon quest 11 is going to come to the switch and i'm going to get it and back then it wasn't like official official but it was kind of like everyone knew it was going to happen official mm -hmm. and now it's finally official official i'm gonna find that motherfucker and i'm gonna play it god damn it yep so that's another jrpg so they teased the new ip from platinum games astral chain uh yeah they did you you're disappointed with it I'm not disappointed, it just, I don't know, it didn't, I needed to see more, I guess, it just kind of looked, I love Platinum Games, but some of these third-person action games are starting to get samey, and not just from Platinum Games, it's like from anyone. Mm -hmm. So, I'm, it, it's cool that you're like tethered to another person, and they didn't, they didn't show their whole hand, they were just like, oh, check this out, oh, we'll talk more about it later, ha -ha. Yeah, they did a lot of that in the, in the director, like, hey... If you're wondering about why there are two people here, well, guess what? We'll talk about it later. And I'm like, God damn right. it. But uh, I'm interested based off of the setting. It's very cyberpunkish a little bit. And, yeah. you know, the futuristic shit and it's all flashy. So it, it looks weird. Uh, if they release more, I'm definitely going to probably get it. But whatever. Uh, then finally, the last game, which we already talked about already, uh, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. And people went fucking nuts. <laughs> like, on YouTube, like, they had, like, live reactions and stuff, and people were just going crazy. Some people cried. I'm like... I'm pretty sure I was sitting here, and I was kind of like, what? No way! You know, kind of pretty thrilled about it, because I... Those people and I probably played the game as a kid. Like, it, when I had a Game Boy as, as a very young kid, I had two games. That mm. and Pokemon Blue. And I loved them both. Yeah, I, like I said, I never played it. Uh, so that's definitely on the list of games I'm going to be playing. So And it looks good. And obviously, I'm always going to play the original before I play the new one. So, because that's who I am now. <laughs> retro dubs <laughs> um after this direct pretty much they announced uh resident evil zero one and four coming may 21st 
which is interesting. And I guess I'm going to buy those games again. <laughs> so you skipped over that they dated uh, Final Fantasy 9, 7, 12, whatever else. 9 is out now. Yeah, I yeah, forgot about that. 9 is on the store for $21, I think. Yeah, what a weird amount. Yeah, so... Did you? Are you gonna get it on the Switch, or you already have? Absolutely, yeah. Sweet. I, I was gonna buy it right away, but I didn't want to start it yet, so I figured the worst I could do was wait to see if the price came down at all for any reason. I don't think. But I'm either. probably gonna buy it before too long. Yeah, I'm definitely getting nine, and I'm getting seven. Uh, th- when did they say seven is coming out? By the way, I can't remember. I think it's in March, though. It's not that long. Mm-hmm. Man, Final Fantasy, Resident Evil. And to the second direct, which was only seven minutes, seven, seven minutes and seven seconds, actually. Hang on, before we talk about Pokemon Direct, I kind of wanted to at least mention, um, of course, we can talk about this also. We could talk about this also. The night before they released the new trailer for Detective Pikachu, a Mm. game, or a game, a movie that I thought would be, you know, okay, maybe it'll be decent. Man, that trailer really sold me on that game. Or that, God damn it, I can't stop doing it. Really sold me on that movie. That movie looks hilarious. And I didn't realize that seeing all these Pokemon Super would be so entertaining. But it's interesting because it was the night before the Pokemon Direct. They kind of did it back to back. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think it was on purpose. Yeah. Before we move on to the, the Pokemon, kind of going back to the first Direct, people were upset about that Direct, by the way. Man, people are going to be upset about every Direct. They can announce a new Animal Crossing Metroid F-Zero. They can announce a new fucking Earthbound. They can announce 16 new Pokemon games, an MMORPG, a, a Mario beat-em-up sex simulator. They can announce everything. And people still be pissed off. It doesn't matter. That's the way that people are on Twitch and YouTube and Twitter and stuff. So, I don't know. But you got to look for what makes you happy which i saw a lot that made me happy so fuck them. yeah it, it made me happy and, and there was a lot of games that i'm just like because i'm getting into these games again it's just like wow these jrpgs look pretty good and you know it's gonna look pretty good on my switch so <laughs> i i just don't understand like we know we're gonna get animal crossing we know we're gonna get metroid prime yeah they're say they're obviously saving that for e3 yeah, what's what's the problem? Like, I people. Oh, there's no trailer. Like, God damn it! There, it's it's not coming out in April, you idiot. Just give it give it some more time. Mm-hmm. And it, but I understand. Like, if that's if that's what you're most thrilled about, that's fine. I have to admit, I was getting a little antsy and the pantsy to hear about the new Pokemon, just because you know I've been playing Moon and White and stuff. Mm-hmm. All hyped up on Pokemon. Yeah. So, but a little, a little patience. Sorry, I keep interrupting. That's all right. Moving on to like Pokemon now, um, I kind of want to throw this out. I get it that um, maybe they're not ready to show things, but seven minutes, man, for just like teasing a, a, a po- the new Pokemon games. I would rather them wait, and I get it that they probably did it because of a uh, Pikachu Detective uh, movie. Partially, it, the Pokemon Company gets to do their own directs at their discretion. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember where I read that. I might 
ass. But they, they get to do like their own thing. And there's a few other things, Smash Brothers, for instance, that, that always get kind of their own direct sometimes. Mm-hmm. Pokemon's just one of them. They, they probably wanted to do them together, but they were like, yeah, we gotta stick at least a week in between. So. Yeah, but what I always notice about the Pokemon company is when they have news to announce, they kind of just throw it all at you. Uh, and I get it that they're used to doing, like, handheld games and all that stuff, and yeah. they're not big into, like, consoles. So, when they... Wait. What's up? Uh, hang on just a second. Uh, I, I gotta do... <coughs> right there. Okay. All right, I'm gonna talk Sorry, to... Sorry, I, I know it's weird, but uh, one second, hang on. I'm gonna talk to these sweet people here. So, how is your day, everybody? I'm here sitting with a Coca-Cola and a s'mores after this podcast. And uh, my voice is always like getting fucked up when I'm doing these podcasts. Probably because I have other people that are sleeping while I'm doing it. (laughs) Maybe we should do it during the daytime. But, um, you know, life gets in the way, everybody. That's why we we do it at night sometimes. Uh, I have a job. And you know, I, I I came I came on the job. I came on the job. Like I play with my Nintendo Switch and my new PSP. But um Yeah, Pokemon I'm excited for. Kinda go back to Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Been having really fun with that. Uh, I don't really care about the dress up. I think that's more for catering against for the females. You know, you could put, like, cute clothes on them. You could actually buy the clothes. And, uh, you know, I put... Uh, <laughs> I, I put the Team Rocket gear on both me and the Pokemon. Uh, so, <laughs> I thought when I put it on, people were going to be, like, pissed off at me. Like, oh, Team Rocket, you guys are fucking assholes. Uh, but nobody really cares. It's just so that you could wear Team Rocket. And I'm just like, this is lame. And, uh... Yeah, so doing that where you just go in, if you if anybody remembers Pokemon Yellow is when you go in the arcade, you press the button and you go into uh, Team Rocket's headquarters. Uh, you get like a bunch of items down there by going on the uh, little arrows that make you spin for some strange reason, I guess because the momentum makes you spin in circles. And then you, you, you fight a bunch of Team Rocket people, and then you fight Team Rocket. Then you fight one of the big Team Rocket people. And then you fight the owner of Team Rocket, I guess, which is Giovanni. And he has, like, the the cat Pokemon things. I'm not good with names, but he was, he was pretty challenging. Uh, I used my Eevee and pretty much kept on using... Uh, Man, I'm bad with the the the, the freaking the moves, but pretty much it's like a tackle move, and because you tackle them so hard that you hurt yourself. So I've been using that one, where you're like you <laughs> you go like supersonic, and uh, you're all fiery and stuff, and you crash into the Pokemon, and you hurt yourself, and. Uh, I actually really dig the ghost tower that you're on too, where the ghost tower, um, you go up the flight of uh, stairs and 
you fight all these like witches I guess and these ghastlies are you know following you and if you get touched by one of the ghosts you start back at you know the first floor so that was interesting and the game is beautiful on the switch buy it I hear Andy's coming back alright sorry about that sorry I, I talked that whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. I, uh, I'm getting over a stomach bug. If I wasn't in the bathroom right then, there was going to be problems. Gotcha. <laughs> so uh, well, let's quickly talk about <laughs> Pokemon so we can sign off really quickly. No, it's okay. I'm good. Okay, cool. So they announced Pokemon Shield and Sword. Yes. Uh, the map looks freaking huge, by the way. What, what, what do you think about the map? It looks really cool, but it's strange that it's like... It's cut off on both sides, and it just kind of seems to be like a south progression. Which is fine, I guess. It's... I don't know, it's, it's such a weird... Apparently it's based on the UK, as far as anyone can guess. So that kind of makes sense. It's like just a big island. Mm-hmm. Um... I think it's going to be, like, it shows like it's a big map, but I think when you're in it, it's going to have, like, the scale of, like, Breath of the Wild. I don't know, I just had that vibe when I was looking at the environments that they, that they were showing. I'm sure it'll be a pretty big place. There's there's a high-res scan of the map floating around on the line. I found it on Reddit, and it's, it's pretty cool. You can zoom in and see a bunch of interesting little features. And it kind of looks like they're going back the old school route of when you're in the grass and you see a Pokemon and you have to battle it in order to catch yeah. it. Yeah, this is a regular core Pokemon RPG. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Uh, they showed a bunch of dungeons that you go into, it looked like. You go in, like, these tunnels and stuff. So hopefully that's going to be uh, pretty cool and pretty cool to catch Pokemon. But they didn't show too much. They just showed the environment... They showed the map, uh, and then they showed the three starter Pokemons. What do you think about the starter Pokemons? I can't decide which one I like better between um, Sobble, the water one, Chameleon, or Scorbunny, the fire starter. Uh, Grookey looks cool too, whatever. But I, I, I don't know. I'm leaning, I'm leaning Sobble myself. I like Chameleon, invisible oh. guy. That seems like it'll be real cool in its later evolutions. I like Grokey. I think that looks cool. Oh, yeah? Cool. Yeah, I think I'm a... Good, I'm glad someone likes Grokey, because I've been here a lot of people on the other two sides. That's great. Yeah, fuck haters. Grokey all the way, team Grokey. <laughs> um, But what I was saying before is, like, when the Pokemon company usually announces everything, they say, hey, it's coming out, like, November. <laughs> this one, they're just like, oh, late 2019, and I'm like, oh, this could get pushed back. This could go probably early 2020. Maybe. We know that they've been working on this game for, I think, at least three years. Mm -hmm. There's uh, there's listings from online for the Pokemon company looking for gamers for this game. At least people are pretty sure it's this game. Yeah. So, the only they've been working on it for a while. I have a lot of faith in Nintendo. They have pushed stuff back, and that's fine. But if this doesn't make Christmas, I feel like that would be a big hit to their bottom. Yeah, I, I think what's going to happen, I think they wanted to put this out here to kind of tease it, and then obviously at E3 they go, boom, 
this is what gameplay looks like. Are you guys excited? And then the release date comes out. Be like November or early December or something like that. Just... Yeah, I was thinking, like, normally I would say late October, November, but it's Nintendo. So first week of December or sometime in Mm-hmm. Or even late December. I could see late December, too. Because didn't they do that with Smash? Smash was the seventh first week of December. Yeah, um, well, I think. yeah, but or maybe it was the twelfth. I don't know, whatever. It was, it was, ish. Yeah. Do you have any final says about the Pokemon? Like I said, it was short and sweet. Uh, I, I wish they waited a little bit longer so that we could have more info. But obviously, they're saving that for E three. That's fine. I mean, tease us. That's what I give me a little tickle. That's fine. <laughs> little tickle. <laughs> nice. Um, moving on, uh, kind of sad news, but like bittersweet news. It's not like somebody died, <laughs> but, uh, Reggie is retiring from, uh, Nintendo of America and Doug Bowser is taking over. Yes. That's his last name. Uh, Bowser. I love it. <laughs> people are like, make, so people are making fun of him. I'm like, come on. He's a nice guy. Seems like it. I love the, uh, I know you've seen it cause it's been everywhere now, the picture of him, like, thanks for the warm welcome. I don't know if it's from when he got hired or this time most recently, but in the background you can see uh, a Mario and Luigi plush that are tied up with the controller. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember that. Lots of people making lots of fun about his name. I, one of my favorites was uh, uh, someone tweeted, oh, and uh, just as surprising as that, Activision announced that their new CEO will be named Steve Lootbox. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I've heard good things about Doug Bowser. Uh, obviously, knowing Reggie, he wouldn't retire without having a good replacement. Yeah. yeah. He said specifically in his farewell that the guy had spent too much time at a, uh, a Donkey Kong machine. And I read some other stuff about how he's actually a gamer. So, mm -hmm. thank God for that. That's... I, I really think that's what's making it different. People who run it actually care about games. They don't just care about money like all these other companies do. And yes, they're companies. That's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. But that's why I like buying it. Yeah. I, I, I think with new faces, is going to be good for Nintendo. Um, especially when you have a gamer like Doug Bowser who's used to gaming like donkey kong and probably all the like super mario and all that stuff obviously because uh, bowser he's a big fan of bowser because his last name is bowser yeah so that's gonna be interesting but i, I it kind of sideblinded me uh i didn't hear about like reggie wanting to retire he just they just put out a tweet saying uh, reggie has something to say and he's like, I am retiring in a couple of months. Doug Bowser is coming in. And he says, I will be taking the new position, which will be a Nintendo fan. So what is your favorite moment of Reggie, by the way? Mm, I really liked that stupid, uh, I think it was the Robot Chicken skit skit where uh he was the reginator and he's using lasers and stuff like that that's great and of course i love the uh even though the game ended up sucking the announcement trailer um uh star fox zero where he and awada and yamato were all 
puppets. Yeah. Yeah, obviously I like the uh, E3 where he was like the Reginator and the whole uh, my body is ready kind of thing. Uh, yeah. I think what I really liked about him was when the Nintendo Wii came out. We were, was that Nintendo Wii where he's like, we're going to kick ass and take names and all that stuff? Because, you know, we're Nintendo. I'm thinking that was Wii. But, uh... A lot of people give him flag. A lot of people think he's fake. Do you think he's, like, fake uh, that he doesn't play any of the games? I think he plays the games. He has to play the games. Nintendo. I think he plays some games, but, I mean, maybe he's a little fake or whatever, but there's so many accounts of people saying, I was at E3 and I was playing Smash Brothers, and then Reggie walked up next to me and started playing Smash Brothers, and he sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I believe he has to play at least some just to to be able to talk about them the way he does i think he's played some mm -hmm. and i think he legit has favorites and and games that he isn't necessarily super in love with i'm just i'm just sad to see and i he's not gone yet so who knows i'd love to see him do the very last day there amazingly like the trolliest most hilarious meaniest thing he could do is the last day he's there finally get mother three translated for american audiences because there's so many instances of him being asked and who's bad it and he's always saying oh i'd love to i love that game i love earthbound i want to do it uh it's the best uh that they won't do it i'm trying i'm hoping for you it'd be, uh, it'd be hilarious mm -hmm. yeah my friend wants uh, mother three out and i'm like oh, i don't know maybe doug bowser would do it <laughs> Reggie's trying. He has been. He's famously. There's a there's a cool video from Stop Skeletons from Fighting that chronicles all the the, the major times he's been asked about and reasons why and stuff like that. It's a good video, but it's it's an interesting thing to be aware of. I just don't understand why they do it. That, come on, just Maybe. buy the fan translation. I mean, that's not their style. Maybe they're gonna release it in the. Uh the Nintendo app thing online or something along that line, I guess, whatever. That'd be fine too. I don't care. It's Game Boy Advance game though. Well, when they do the, the Game Boy Advance <laughs> portion of it. I don't want to wait that long, god damn it. Very true. Um, Moving on to more Switch news, by the way. Any final things about Reggie? Uh, He deserves it to retire and to have his... his years ahead of him being a lazy guy mm -hmm. i don't know he's a hard worker he's my favorite game ceo uh he's he's the best it's gonna be weird not seeing him in the uh directs yeah so i mean i it took me a little while to get used to not it's time for doug bowser time for him yep. to shine in the directs so anyway some Microsoft news with Switch that caught my eye a little bit, and it's still confusing on how they would do this, and it would pretty much kill the Xbox hardware, in my opinion. Uh, but there is rumors going around that the Xbox Game Pass is coming to Switch. And uh, I don't know how they're going to do that with, like, Halo and uh, Crackdown 3. I've seen a lot of these rumors that Nintendo and to get together on something you know cross-platform play obviously is the place but they want to do 
something like that. And uh, it's already official that Microsoft has the, the infrastructure for their Xbox, uh, I want to say Xbox Live, but it's not that. The, the infrastructure for their online Xbox nonsense, they now have so that you can license it for use on smartphones and on the Switch. Oh, so Xbox everywhere. Company, yeah, Xbox everywhere. If, if a company wanted to, they could integrate that into the Switch. So that does seem like the first logical step to what you're saying may be happening. I don't know if it'll be anything broad like that. If it would happen, I would suspect it would be like Xbox Pass for Switch, and it would just be a Halo game, a Gears game. Well, uh, please a Forza game. Put Forza on the Switch. Well, this is what I think is going to happen. Uh, I don't think any of the. I mean, maybe some of them, some of them that might be able to work on the Switch. Unless they're going to have it stream on there, which I don't think would work. Uh, well, that would be a mistake, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, Look, I understand the games are going to work. I mean, it's the Switch. The Switch is still... People underestimate the Switch a lot. But, yeah, it's still... There's a lot of games that get ported to it, and the like, audio is really Yeah, I think... What's going to happen is that they're going to have the Xbox Game Pass on there, but it's going to be a revised list of games of what they could play. So there's going to be a Maybe lot. It'll of... just be like a bunch of uh, Xbox Live K classics or something. Yeah. That would be cool. Explosion Man and Geometry Man. I would dig that. Yeah, I'd get down on that. Mm -hmm. And what I was trying to like say before, but like maybe they're going to work on something. Because since Nintendo has a bad rap of having an online infrastructure, uh, that somehow they're both going to work hand-in-hand hand to come up with a system for the Switch. Kind of like an Xbox Live for the Switch. Or maybe you could hook up your Xbox Live account to the Switch. So you could have like party systems and all that stuff. I've uh, dreamed about something like that for years. Because like, all my friends would always be on one thing call it xbox live and a 360 day then i'd want to play a ps3 game but i'd still kind of want to see oh are my friends playing gears right now i miss out mode. i wish i could chat i could do the other stuff and i always kind of wished for something mm -hmm. and i could totally see them doing that since uh you know sony is like the big boss man pretty much <laughs> and uh, i could totally see them working and i could totally see xbox going into third party I mean, I wouldn't mind having uh, Microsoft games on Nintendo. and That would be cool, but I don't think they are in such dire straits. Well, not yet. I mean, we have to see what the next system is going to be about. I, I know the next system, they're going to have a one where you can put physical uh, CDs in there, or uh, Blu-rays, I should say. CDs is kind of old school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they're going to have like a digital-only console, which I think is going to bomb because <laughs> people still want physical media uh because you got to think of it this way and <laughs> i know i've said that digital is for me and it still is kind of for my playstation 4 um but you got to think when the internet goes if you have no internet all those games that you have on there if they're not on um if if you don't have them downloaded, kind of sucks because then you have to re-download them somehow, and that's a but that, that that's a fucking 
you know, disaster right there. And you, same with Steam games. They're all digital. They're all nice when they're on sale and everything. But once that internet goes, all those 300 games that you have on Steam are fucking useless. Well, like one you have Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, really, really interesting. I think that's going to be an E3 announcement. I think what's going to happen is Phil Spencer... Phil, Phil Spencer is going to be on the stage. He's going to be like, we're having a new uh, console coming out. And we're also going to have a new partnership. And then you're going to see... Uh, <laughs> I almost said Iwata. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can, you, I think you'll see Doug Bowser. I think Doug Bowser might be the guy. Uh, come on stage and pretty much say that Nintendo and Xbox are having a part partnership and we're going to put Xbox uh, Game Pass on the Switch. And then maybe they might throw in there that, hey, Xbox Live Anywhere is going to be on the Switch too. So that would be interesting. What do you think about that? It would be interesting, but I don't think anything like True. <laughs> but I guess we'll see. I mean, it, it would, like I said, it would be very cool, very interesting. I think it'll be a much, much smaller step. Yep. Uh, man, how many more months we have? We have March, April, May, and June. Four months until E3. <laughs> you you hang your coat heavily on E3. I totally fucked up that metaphor, but you, you know what I mean. You you really bank on E3. Mm-hmm. It's the E3. E3 is getting out of here, man. Nintendo hasn't been there in forever. Sony's not going. Fuck E3. E3 is going to be nothing. Like well, I hope. The the directs are big during E three, so yeah. I mean, it's it's going to have like a, a central time. Hey, this is when we're all going to sense this consumer electronics show. But eh, whatever. It's, it's the it, Super Bowl. It's so I get tired just thinking about it. Maybe it's because I'm old. Everybody's used to having everything quickly at their phone, being like, this is coming out this time. What I really want to fucking know is when Death Stranding's coming out. Hideo Kojima, you need to get on the fucking ball and tell me when that game's coming out. Or or put out more info about the game. 2020. I want to know what the hell I'm, what the hell I'm buying. <laughs> it's going to come out February 20th, 2020. I mean, he still says that he's going to do it late early 2019 so i guess we'll see doubt press x to doubt and pretty much that's all the news everybody um really long podcast we gave you a long podcast because we missed a week uh but where can you catch this we have people on podbean now that are following us i see 122 people following us on podbean so nov uh, network.podbean.com uh, make sure to like us on iTunes and make sure to give us a review on iTunes and comment at us on Podbean. Tell us how we did. Uh, if you have anything to say, uh, if you comment in this episode, we will say it and we'll say what you said in next episode. So we could have a little interaction with you and everything. But I know you're there now. Like Anti Semitic or some shit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to repeat that. <laughs> um, also, if you have, like, YouTube channels and podcasts, too, p- 
put that in there. I'll, I'll do a shout out. You know, help out the smaller people. I mean, if you, if you're a person that has like a million viewers and stuff, I'm not not chatting you out. <laughs> and but, if you're smaller than us, then you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, also make sure to catch the Nemesis Project on uh, Game Journal. That's we have part one, and then part two will be out next week. Part one was real good. I'm looking forward to the rest. Yeah, part two. I think we we had more fun with part two than part one. So get ready for that one. Uh, Andy, what, what projects are you working on? That Ultima review. I'm gonna gonna spin a video out of Ultima Runes of Virtue. I, I I've kind of been writing it in my head while I I, uh, I was certainly gonna try to play every Friday evening. I don't work out. So uh, just go to my Twitch channel, twitch.tv/slash/mustache. Um, sign up for alerts. You'll get them. Get them on your phone and in your inbox and all kinds of stuff. And then you can come watch me screw around and try to not get distracted by my dog because she doesn't like when I play. <laughs> nice. And uh, yeah, that's it, everybody. Uh, just make sure to uh, catch Big Trouble in the Podcast uh, next week. Uh, I am gonna stall right now because I don't know what we are watching. Polar. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that Matt Mickelson movie. Yeah, so make sure you watch Polar, which is on Netflix, and uh, report back and listen to what we think about it. But until next time, everybody, I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>